Hello and welcome to the Kane Myelation. I'm Sam Kane. I'm back. Back again. Who is it? Sam Kane, the host. In the house again. Uh, two more teams. Guys, we are almost at the trade deadline. Less than a week away. Exciting. Oh my god, I cannot wait to just stuff my face with a disgusting amount of food uh, while waiting for Woj bombs, Shans bombs, uh, whatever, whoever gets at it first, maybe a little bit of both. I don't know who's more well-connected now. They seem to uh, both be neck and neck, I'd say. I'm going to do... Two teams this week tell you why they're not winning the NBA championship. One team, uh, a little surprising since they're good. But uh, these two teams, they um, they seem to deal with each other a lot. They uh, One team traded Kyle Korver to the other team. Uh, they swapped Dante Exum and Jordan Clarkson. These two teams are the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Utah Jazz. Let's start with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Andre Drummond, gone. Well, not officially, but soon. He'll probably get bought out or, you know, either join the Nets or the Lakers, maybe even the Clippers. The Clippers, you know, they they could trade for Victor Oladipo. I think it's possible. They could add in Zubac into the deal, make the money work, and then uh, they could just sign Andre Drummond when he gets bought out. Because I don't think anyone's trading for Drummond. You know, he makes way too much money. 28 mil. Who's who? Who even has the salary to really match that? And who who would who would want Andre Drummond? You know. I mean, I'm sure a lot of teams would want him for the minimum, but uh, the thing is, you you have to you have to add in so many um, different salaries to get up to twenty eight million dollars for most teams. But most teams don't just have a giant contract like that lying around, you know, unless you're uh, you're trying to get off a uh, Former all-star point guard, I'm uh, thinking of uh, two different former all-star point guards, but no one's taken on those contracts just yet, nor would it make sense for certain teams to uh, take on those veterans. So, you know, I thought about it, and I said, what if Drummond doesn't get bought out? Are there any teams where you can make deals work? using these fat contracts what teams have big contracts that could take on Drummond so here's one I thought of maybe if the Spurs want to use Aldridge's contract you could do Drummond to the Spurs LaMarcus Aldridge to Chicago Otto Porter Jr., the Cleveland. Now, would Aldridge even want to play in Chicago? Probably not. You know, I think he got drafted by them. I feel like I've seen a a picture of a young 
Lamarcus Aldridge wearing a Bulls hat. I don't know. That's probably not going to happen. I'm just I'm just trying to throw things out there. I think when you think of like big fat, big big fat expiring contracts, Otto Porter Jr. comes to mind. First of all, it's insane that he's making nearly thirty million dollars, but um, you know, but thing is, it it doesn't really make sense. For the Bulls to take Andre Drummond, right? Why would why would they want him? Well, he'd he'd probably be unhappy there. So I was thinking maybe you know they want some some veteran leadership. Bring on Lamarcus Aldridge. Go to the playoffs with some vets. You got Thad Young, Aldridge. Um, what's his face? Temple Garrett Temple. Not bad. How about our guy, our guy? I'm talking about our guy here. Look, I am tired of all this Westbrook. Worst contract, a John Wall. Absolute worst contract in the league. I, look, I would rather have... A $40 million player on the books for the next couple years who can actually play and put up stats instead of a guy making $30 million for the next couple years and can't even stay healthy or get along with his own teammates. I'm saying it right now. Kevin Love, that is the worst contract in the league. I said it. Blake Griffin had a case before this, but he's obviously been bought out now. He's on the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Love just seems useless. Really does. Now, maybe he's just given up and he's waiting to get bought out. Kind of like Blake Griffin. Maybe maybe he's going to do that next year. If, if Kevin Love gets bought out, it, it won't be until next season. He still has two years left on his deal. It, it doesn't make sense to... Uh, Give up all that cash now. Um, but uh, look, Cavs fans, I gotta hand it to you. you. You've done a solid job rebuilding so far. I would say you got four untouchable guys on the roster right now. I mean, all right, maybe not untouchable, but worth more in the late first round pick. I would say it's Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, Jared Allen, and Isaac Okoro. You guys are in a good spot right now. I'm actually I'm, I'm happy for you. Okoro, give it some time. He's a rookie. Now, basically got Jared Allen with one of your extra first-round picks. I uh, believe it was the Milwaukee first-rounder uh, you got in the George Hill trade. I think it was Milwaukee. I don't know. I don't know. I'd probably be able to solve a Rubik's Cube quicker than uh, finding out where that draft pick originated. Um, now, um, trade deadline coming up, obviously. Guys, get what you can. Just second-rounders, first-rounders, young players. Oh, actually, you know what? I lied. I lied. Larry Nance 
kind of falls into that category of the other four players. Because he's on such a cheap deal for the next few years, he's definitely worth more than a late first-rounder, I'd say. Hey, he'd look good in green, right? Maybe? Oh, God, you guys are going to hate me. I don't know anymore. I, I mean, I would trade Tristan Thompson's Fanny back to Cleveland in a second for Nance. Then maybe we can use that trade exception on Harrison Barnes. I don't know, guys. I'm just spitballing here. Jetty Osman, I'm not really a fan. I, I'd see what he can fetch you. Same with Torian Prince. JaVale McGee is probably uh, the most likely player to get traded on this roster. Expiring contract, only $4 million, you know, three-time NBA champion. Some playoff team's going to want to roll the dice on him. It's kind of funny that uh, Quinn Cook and JaVale McGee are on their third team together. Warriors, Lakers, now the Cavs. Nice little reunion. Um, well, uh... Let's uh, let's talk about that Cavs-Celtics game from the other day. Colin Sexton is a damn beast. Future All-Star. Mark my words. I don't think that's a controversial statement. Especially since we're talking about the Eastern Conference. I actually just had a debate with my buddy over this. He said he could see Sexton being an All-Star in 5 to 10 years... Instead of, you know, more like two to five. I'd say that's fair. Although, I wouldn't be shocked if Sexton's an all-star in uh, 2023, a couple years from now. This guy, he torched the Celtics the other night. I mean, we had Jeff T guarding him, so... You know, look, Teague wasn't completely awful. He did have one really nice block on Sexton. But uh, it was recovered and eventually somehow got back to Sexton. And he went in for an easy layup. Now, as great as uh, Rob Williams is, uh, has been, uh, a lot of people are hopping on that hype train. Uh, it's been getting lost on defense a lot. And it, um, it led to uh, Teague having to help on uh, Rob Williams' man, and, uh, yeah, it, it uh, ends up leaving uh, Colin Sexton wide open at the three-point line. Now, if I'm Teague, I would say, just just stay on Sexton. Who cares about Rob Williams' guy? Let them get their layups. It's the three-pointers. Why do... Why the hell... Is it just hard to, to guard... Shooters? Is that it? Why aren't people glued to the three-point line? That's how teams really, you know, separate. That's how that's how they they win games when someone gets hot shooting the three. It's I I don't understand it. Why aren't they guarding these shooters more? It's 
it doesn't make any sense to me. Just, just stay on your man. Stay on your man. Forget about doubling people in the post. These people are smart now. These players are... They have good chord vision. Even the big guys. It, it seems like everyone... Every, every guy... Every team in the league has a guy who has great court vision. Except for the Celtics. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand it. But there were multiple times where Colin Sexton was just wide open at the three-point line. But, anyways. As you can see, it just it baffles me that these players People, these players are able to get such wide open looks for three. I'm not just talking about this game. I'm talking about multiple games. Just don't don't let them get shots off at the three point line. I don't know. The, they're going to have to change the the game because it's it's if it's a case of players being afraid they're going to foul the shooters, then I I don't know. Because it's getting, it's getting out of hand with the three-pointers. I mean, sometimes it's a lot of fun, but it's, it's you know, losing its charm. I really love three-point shooters. Back in, uh, you know, like the the mid twenty tens, whatever, early twenty tens. But now it just seems like everyone's shooting them, and uh, they don't they don't care if they miss five in a row. They'll people who have no business shooting threes. They'll just keep doing it. That was a. It was kind of a random rant I just went on, but um, you know what I love? The Cavs color commentator. What a personality he is. You know what I say? The crazy your color commentator is? Actually, scratch that. The more words your color commentator slurs, the better he is. You know, think Tommy... Heinsohn? Come on. Was he broadcasting sober? He'd say so many great things that made no sense. One time, Chris Humphreys, this was back during his lone year on the Celtics, he blocks someone at the rim, and Heinsohn goes, Take that, you devil! Like, either he was going to say something worse than devil, or he... Literally just had a brain fart. You know, kind of like I've been having for most of this podcast. I am, ugh, I am tired today. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, the Celtics, they had a chance to win that game. It was only 98-94 with four minutes to go. Celtics were still in it, and, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was Colin Sexton. Who sealed up the game. No answer. Even Smart was struggling to guard him. I will say Sexton did really nice job just finding the open guy. He hit uh, Darius Garland towards the end. 
found Nance open near the basket at one point. That's it. Sexton, Garland, Okoro, Jared Allen. Great young core. Just really need to grab a, a skilled forward, I'd say, in the draft. And uh, yeah, you get a really fun young team. It's great. That's great. Because a few years ago, you had really the most random team. Basically, everyone's bad contract. And, um, bad contracts, I guess. And, uh, Colin Sexton. That was basically it. So. You guys will be good. I get that. Don't worry about the playoffs, guys. If if you don't make it, it's fine. This is a deep draft. You want to get a low pick. Uh, alright. Let's move on to the Utah Jazz. The uh, the Jazz, man, they looked uh, lackadaisical. And uh, it was a very uncharacteristic loss. This was uh, against the Warriors. This was about a week ago. It's on Sunday. You know who was dominating them? Warriors rookie James Wiseman was everywhere. All over the post, you know, he was just completely taking advantage of the Jazz second unit when they were switching, and, you know, Royce O'Neal was trying to guard Wiseman. That's a major size disadvantage. You would think Gobert would be able to subdue Wiseman, and that actually wasn't the case. Wiseman, he has a nice floater. He has this nice floater. He kept throwing it up right in front of Gobert. Gobert? Great shot blocker, but kind of just hangs out just outside the circle. If uh, you, you throw up a, a floater, you know, you get some separation, throw up a floater in front of them, you're good. It seems like a lot of the uh, the players these days have figured that out. They've, uh, they've realized uh, the floater game is, uh, you know, really valuable. In the NBA these days. I'm seeing a lot more mid-range uh, jumpers as well. It, it seems like players are really starting to hit them with ease. I mean, I'd say, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not good at, um, you know, explaining the distance between the basket and, uh, like, the three-point line. But I think there were a lot of deep mid-rangers maybe like 10 years ago, you really don't see that too often now. The mid-rangers you see are, um, you know, a lot closer. And to a lot of players, they're basically like layups for the most part. So, you know, I'm not sure what happened to the Jazz in this game. Maybe they uh, just got too comfortable playing the... The sloppy Houston Rockets previous game kept that mentality for this game. Hey, the Warriors, they'll play you tough. Now, I will say, that Rockets game, the Jazz, they had 17 turnovers. Rockets only had 11. But the difference, the difference was that the Jazz can actually hit shots and, uh, you know, 
the uh, the glorified G League version of the Rockets cannot. Now, Gobert, he was a monster in that game. Multiple, multi. You know, you can say uh, center in quotation marks because that's apparently what Jay Sean Tate is. Even though he's like six eight, you know, Gobert had some just unfair blocks on this guy. Ugh. Um, there was one. Oh, I think it was Porter Jr. who's going up to the rim. It was just stupid, you know. Gobert. It it looked like me playing my little brother in the driveway when he was 10 years old and I was, like, twice his age. Like, you know, I kind of let my little brother hit a couple shots, you know, give it to him, but there was there was just a few times where, you know, you just had to let it out and just swat that shit. I can't do that to him now. He's actually taller than me now. Kind of sad. Um. Anyways, trade deadline. Will the Jazz do anything? I don't think they will. I mean, why fix something that isn't broken? Nah. I know playoffs are different, but uh, yeah. At least they brought in Ursan Ilyasova, the forty-year-old. They say he's older than he really is. I've uh, I've heard these rumors. Is he really only 34, 35? I think he might be might be 34 right now. I don't know. I I really don't. He uh He uh I mean, he doesn't look like like, he doesn't look super old, you know, like Greg Oden did. But, um... Yeah, so sometimes the way he moves, it's kind of like, oh. Kind of seems to have uh, lost a lot of athleticism. Anyways, he's on the team. I don't know why. I guess they uh, thought he could be a nice shooter. God. Ilyasova must really hate uh, I I don't know whose fault it was. I guess it was uh, the Bucks for bragging about uh, acquiring Bogdanovich, Bogdan Bogdanovich. But anyways, if that deal went through, the Bucks would have had to use Ilyasova's contract, um, his five million dollar contract, because it was non guaranteed. They would have guaranteed it, so they could make the money work to uh, complete the deal. But since the deal was voided, Ersanio Yasova gets screwed. Oh, man. That would have been uh, five easy million dollars playing on the Kings, playing like five minutes a game. Oof. Now he's making probably less than a fifth of that kind of money. I'm surprised he's back in the league, actually. I, I, I thought that was it for him. 
It's kind of crazy. You you really do forget about some of these players when uh when they're not signed after a year. Like just looking at like old roster spots, uh, just going to like old teams, like you're like, oh my god, that's right, Brandon Rush existed. I completely forgot about. Oh, Brandon Bass, yeah, he was on my team for four years. I haven't thought about him in a while, but wow, yeah, he still plays. He plays in China. Actually, I don't even think he plays in China anymore. I, I, I don't think he plays at all. But it's crazy. Like, it makes sense, though, because you have, like, 60... Well, well the NBA draft, 60 picks. Obviously, not all of them end up on the NBA teams. Some of them get waived. Some of them play overseas before coming over to the NBA but it makes sense yet you're having like 30 plus guys coming in the league so they're going to take the old guys jobs but it's just funny like Marcus Thornton remember that guy there's just all these guys where you're, you're like jeez I, f- I forgot they existed man Jody Meeks oh my god wait he's been out of the league for 2 years what Really? It's like I just saw him play yesterday. <laughs> Getting choked up over Jody Meeks. Um. So I, I, I don't think jazz fans. I don't think you really need anyone at the trade deadline. Uh, you guys are good. I mean, obviously, my show is about how you're not going to win a championship, but uh. I think you're going to make some noise in the playoffs. You guys have played together for a while. Your core players. I mean, how many years have Gobert and um, Ingles played together? Royce O'Neal. When did he come? Was that like 2017? He's been on the team for a while. Donovan Mitchell really just just fit right in right away i mean felt kind of bad when we we stole gordon hayward from you i i did because you guys got screwed but you really didn't because you basically drafted a better player um before like i guess that was like a week before you lost hayward you drafted donovan mitchell I mean, I'm gonna say it now. Donovan Mitchell's a better a better player than um, Gordon Hayward. Maybe, maybe, maybe like not not just yet, but Donovan Mitchell. He's he's gonna go make many more All Star appearances. Let's just say that Gordon Hayward. I don't think he will. So. That worked out for you guys. You got a perennial all-star. You got Gobert. Ingles is great. Bogdanovich, sometimes he's good. Sometimes he's taking too many shots and missing. Um, who else? You got Conley. Conley, he's been in the league forever, man. He's an all-star. Good for him. 
good for Mike Conley. Kanye West's favorite player, apparently. I guess I guess he would used to text Conley. Can you imagine getting like late night texts from like Kanye West? Like you've never even met the guy. He's just like, "You're so underrated, man. You're the best." It's it's. Conley's really solid player, but it's just so random. Um. What else? What else? Um. Yeah, maybe maybe another veteran. You know, someone uh, someone who has championship experience. It's always good to have a guy who's been there before. Someone who can share stories of the draining experience that embarking on a championship can be. All the ups and downs. Hey, maybe if Quinn Cook becomes available again. Or, you know, you could just sign J.R. Smith or Dion Waiters. That'll really help with the locker room. <laughs> no, Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook would be nice. If the Cavs don't keep him, grab Quinn Cook. Throw him on the bench. And be like, hey, we're down a lot of points right now, Quinn. Uh, did this ever happen to you on your, uh, championship run there, old buddy, old pal? And you'd probably be like, yeah, yeah, sure. You just, just gotta, uh, you gotta fight through the hard times. And, uh, hope that the, uh, <laughs> the team bus doesn't leave you behind when you win the championship. Uh, what, what, what happened, um, with the Wizards game? You guys lost to Wizards this week. Like, I know Conley wasn't playing. But, uh, you know, you guys are supposed to beat the Wizards. I mean, I know Westbrook and, and Beal put up their crazy stats, but it usually doesn't matter because they're... Really, the only guys just putting up anything for the most part. It's kind of just them and other random guys who seem like they're decent players, but really not as as great as they appear to be. Like, who's the third best player on the Wizards? Is it Bertans? I guess. Is it Hachimura? Is it Raul Nato? I don't know. You guys lost, though. And I think the reason you lost was because Bogdanovich and Jordan Clarkson just had bad shooting nights. You know, you got, uh, you got Jordan Clarkson. You got the Jordan Clarkson from the Cleveland Cavaliers that night. That wasn't Utah Jazz Clarkson. That was Cleveland Cavaliers Clarkson. Two for 11 from the field. One for eight from three. Not good. Not going to win. If, uh, you know, that guy's uh, missing all those shots. And then you got a starter in Bogdanovich just 
frickin' three after three. Um, I think we're all we're all kind of just wondering: is is this jazz team for real? Like this is pretty unexpected that these guys are this good. I mean, are they an actual contender or are they basically the 2015 Hawks? No. That uh that Hawks team was spectacular in the regular season. They had four All-Stars if you actually want to count Corver. And they flamed out in the playoffs when they faced LeBron. Now, are the Jazz going to have the same fate? Because they're probably going to end up facing the Lakers eventually. I think it's I think it's entirely possible, as uh, as Joe Rogan would say, it's entirely possible. But I think it'll be a great series, regardless. Jazz Lakers, you know. Let's uh, let's get the stovetop going. Let's get the popcorn poppin'. That would be entertaining. If uh, the Jazz somehow avoid the Lakers, maybe they'll have a shot. But uh, my guess is LeBron's going to stop them, and that is why the Jazz will not win the finals. So... That's it for the show. Gonna have a guest on the next show. Probably gonna release it pretty soon. Uh, I definitely should have had a coffee before recording this episode. I don't like drinking coffee late at night, though. Kind of keeps me up at night, and then, uh, you know, you end up bored in bed. And you're like, I don't know what to do. Now I'm hungry. I go out to the kitchen. At one in the morning, before you knew it, I'm, I'm eating cookies. No, no, no! Don't touch the cookies. Yeah, I feel the weight coming on too. It's a struggle. It's a struggle when you have when you lose a bunch of weight and then. You buy smaller clothes, and then, you know, you go on a few vacations, you break the rules, you stop counting your Weight Watcher points, and uh, before you know it, you're like 10, 15 pounds heavier than uh, you were before, and the buttons are falling off your shirt. I, uh, I know I didn't need to share that with you guys, but, uh... We'll have a guest tomorrow. We're uh, we're gonna talk about my favorite team. Oh, oh, you bet we're gonna talk about them. All right. Whew, they're pissing me off. All right. Have a good night, guys. <laughs>